big sound in a small town Far away from the big city lights Making music every night Good music with all our friends Tell everybody, tell your mama and them We're going out and we're getting down A big sound in a small town 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 And welcome to Big Sound Small Town. I'm your host, Sandy Carlton. And this is a podcast about the lives and stories of the musicians, writers, artists, and their associates that have their roots in the small towns and communities across America. If you like what you hear, tell somebody. Enjoy. Let me down in a sea. 
Hey, today Big Sound Small Town is in the Don Gibson Theater. Um, shout out and thanks to Stan Lowry. He made all this happen in here. And my guest today is Kevin Dedman of Dirty Grass Soul, and he has some announcements to make about a special project that they did right here in the um, Don Gibson Theater. All yes. right, Kevin, you up? Yes, sir. Yeah, and thank you for having me on the podcast, oh. Sandy. This is a... First off, I think it's awesome what you've done Thank with you. the podcast. Um, we were talking, you know, and I'm honored. I was the first guest you, you ever had on it. Yes, so this is, uh, this is my second time on the show. But I knew when you came at me with the idea of, of your podcast for the very first one, I thought what an awesome idea it was Thanks. that somebody was doing that. And I was honored to be the first guest of it. And now I'm, I'm equally as honored to, to now that your show's picked up traction and steam to be back on here and uh, promote our record. So we've got a new a double live album coming out next Friday. When people are listening to this podcast, I guess it, you said it's going to air on a Tuesday. So it's coming out on May 27th. That'll be Friday, May 27th yes. is when the album will come out. And then we'll do it. What is next? Um, and next Tuesday, I next guess, Tuesday. is when the listeners are going to yes. be hearing yes. this for the first time. So, yeah, when you're, when you're hearing this for the first time, our album is actually coming out May 27th. Uh, Friday. It's available for pre-order on our website right now, but it'll be available on all the streaming platforms oh, and all yeah. that May 27th. Which is what people use so much it these is. days. It is. So, all right, tell me where this concept for this live show came um, from. Really, I, I mean, I've always loved live albums, yeah, uh, just the energy of, of live al albums and um, our vibe as a band. You know, we, I'm proud of everything we've done in the studio, but um, there's always been like this energy about our live show that it is so hard to duplicate in a studio I, I agree. environment, you know, and, and especially when you're an independent band like we sure. are, um, the, the recording process really, you know, a lot of these, some of the records that we're trying to compete, not, not compete, I guess compete. Yeah, I guess compete. You know, but I hate using the word competition in music because right. I think it's all subjective. It but is, it is. You know what I'm saying? And like yeah. some of the Nashville cats, I right. guess, are they're spending sure. ungodly amounts of money and we're uh, producing everything ourselves. And so we were trying to capture that lightning in a bottle of our live show and well, you know, your live, a lot better way to do that than just record a live album. Your live show is pretty much what you guys are famous for. I mean, I mean, yes, sir. you burn down the house everywhere you go. So it's the, uh, you know, they get to take that home with the record. But but yes, sir, they'd rather they'd rather see you live. Yeah. And that's what we'd rather play live. Hmm. I mean, that's um, that's just our thing. That's when we get the most enjoyment out of doing, you know, the music and everything is is performing live. So so, so how this process come about really it started i'll tell you it started during the quarantine times mm -hmm. when uh, we were having to do a lot of virtual concerts sure. online um mm -hmm. and doing the facebook live deal uh we did one at teddy and meekins the tnt yep. listening loft yep. sessions and uh we recorded it and mixed it and we you know when we listen back to it we're like man there's a couple of these songs that i really wound up liking the sound of better, better than, than our the, studio sure. version uh, yeah, and it was just because it was recorded live it wasn't recorded you know tracking drums sure. and coming in and laying down a guitar it was all of us in a room together and um very simple but we recorded it tracked it out now in pro tools you know well, obviously course, so you yeah. can oh, mix you have it to and, do that sure you know do that yeah. but um the recording process was all live for those and uh it kind of planted the seed in my mind we did two or three shows like that during the during the COVID-19 lockdown and 
each one of them, I felt like we got a little bit better at figuring out how sure. to record our sound live. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shoot, well, let's just, now that we got people back in the crowd, let's just make a live album, you know? And, so how did you choose what you were going to do on this for the live show? Um, did you did you did you make this up along the way, or, or did yeah. you have a set list? We we did. I mean, we had certain songs that we knew we definitely wanted right. to have on it, and then, like I said, we kind of ventured off all of our shows. Kind of, uh, we we wind up. We have some kind of Easter eggs, I guess, on the yeah, CD that do. people won't expect. Like uh, Chris, we just caught the urge to let him sing killing time that yeah. night that's a clint black yeah, cover and yeah. you know some stuff like that on there that that we normally wouldn't put on our album or our war pigs orange blossom yeah, exactly. special you know well, what, people yeah. had been wanting that our glory train sure. we do like a when we do that one live it usually is like a 10 minute medley of a right. bunch of different songs and it was something that would have not really worked as well in the studio true. the, the yeah, energy of true. that I, I don't think uh, would transpose over near as well as it does doing it live, and so we're we're proud of how they turned out, man. So, so did you bring somebody in to to record this, and and how did that work? Aaron Meyer, who's yeah, uh, Aaron. yeah, yeah, Aaron's done all of our yeah, all yeah. of our records. We've worked with him together. Sure. He's who we all those quarantine sessions sure. I'm talking about. We worked together, so it was like we had our method down, mm-hmm. kind of knew what we wanted to do, how we were going to go go about it, and. Um, yeah, it was. He just came out live and did it. Yeah, we're we're proud of it, man. Yeah, we're we're fortunate. We've kind of got the um, acquired the equipment through the years too to to be able to do that and right. um, really refine our live sound. And I, I'm proud of it. I think Aaron did an awesome job on the mix. Aaron is really awesome. Yeah, he did a great job on it, and everybody played well that night. Um, I was kind of the the most nerve wracking thing about doing a live album is you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. You yeah. can you can obviously go back in on the back end and overdub things. You uh, can. I wanted to avoid that if any way possible, just for the authenticity of sure. it. And um, you know, the the record is as is. There are a few foul notes on there, but that's part of what gives it character. Oh, and, it is. Oh, you know, it, it, it's not perfect, and that to me is what makes a great record. You know, is is our imperfections. That's a Dave. Dave Cobb thing. I think Jason Isbell one time sang the words backwards and he wouldn't let it change it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I think it makes it real. It does. Yeah. People mess up there. Yeah, they do. Um, we're not all perfectly in tune all the time or perfectly in rhythm on a click track all the time. So, well, uh, Dirty Grass Soul has been a long, long venture for you, hasn't it? Yes, sir. This And that show, too, was our 10-year right, anniversary of our very first show. And so that was the other thing. I wanted to make, like, that date special. Uh, it was our first time as Dirty Grass Soul playing um, here at the Gibson. We've played here before, right. but not our own show. We've right. played here for, like, private events sure. and that, have that. So, Well, do okay, <clears throat> for information, where what? Do you remember that first show? that we did here at the Gibson. No, the very first oh, show. Oh, yeah, I do. And actually on our T-shirt uh, that we had, we made a T-shirt for the show. Our very first Dirty Grass Soul show was, uh, it was my 21st birthday. Oh. That's how I'll never forget it. February 5th, uh, 2011, or excuse me, 2012 is when it was. And um, it was at Elliott Family Farms. Yeah. Back uh, at the time I was helping out the Elliots uh, with the Clear Mountain View Festival. Sure, I kind of yeah. st- helped them start that up there. And mm-hmm. that was before the ball even got rolling on the festival, though. We just had shows. We would right. do shows out there, and then it kind of turned into then the festival and sure. everything. But, yeah, that was our first show. Okay. And so, we were not called Dirty Grass Soul either. 
little trivia fact. What were you called? It's embarrassing. I don't even want to say it. Uh, called at the time, I was like, you know, Kevin Deadman, obviously. I was like, well, let's do a play on Deadman, the dead men. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we had a bunch of deadheads dead, showing up sure. thinking we were yeah, a dead cover know. band. And then I, I was like, wait. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have to change this name, boys. They're they're expecting us to, to cover, cover, cover a bunch of Grateful yeah. Dead songs the whole time, and yeah. uh, learned real quick that was not that. And then I think we just came up with Dirty Grass Soul not long after that. Maybe, we maybe played like a handful of shows as the Dead Men. Then it became Dirty Grass Soul shortly thereafter. And you haven't had that many band members over this ten years, have you? No. Uh, so the original lineup was uh, Drew Stylins on drums, Nick Patterson on guitar and harmonica, Lance on bass, mm -hmm. and I was uh, singing, obviously, and writing the songs and playing guitar and fiddle. And, uh, you know, Drew and Nick loved both those guys to yeah. death. There was never any... Um, anything like dramatic or, or like that it was uh basically i was at the point in my life you know i was 21 years old just sure. graduating school and i'm kind of able to go, go yeah go and get it and they both had obligations with their sure. families and 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 their jobs uh which i commend them for those are those are important. those are, those are the those things are that, yes you know, i agree and um but it, it just got to the point where i needed to have uh, and you know, and Lance was at the same kind of situation as me. He was kind of like, "This is I've, if I'm gonna do it, we got do to do it, it. We got to do it now." Yeah, oh, that's and always young is the best way. Yep, it is. It is, and uh, Lance has been with me ever since day one of Dirty Grass Soul. Uh, then we brought in uh, Tyler Melton and, yeah, and Tyler. Josh Allison had kind of drummed for us. Him, Just uh, Josh was with us kind of like on an interim basis, sort of. And then Jared, who's with us yeah. now, his dad Glenn was. Uh, we picked him up down playing Plum Hollow Festival, yeah, and yep. then um, Jared came in to drum with us shortly thereafter. And a uh, similar deal with Tyler once he graduated college. Sure. Um, he had a really great job opportunity, uh, and it's what yeah. he's doing now. And yeah, we brought in Tommy. Yeah. And uh, we can't seem to get rid of him either. He's stuck <laughs> with us uh, like a hair in a biscuit, is what he would say. <laughs> so. He's got a lot of hair to be caught. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, he does. Well, that's, I mean, that's really great. I, um, you want to talk about some future stuff? Yeah, we're um, lots, of, lots of things coming up in the future. Um, I'm just really excited kind of to see where this album leads us. We've got a DVD that we're kind of, or say DVD, I'm still old school. Aaron makes fun of me when we're in the recording room. <laughs> I'll say rewind oh, yeah, instead rewind, of, uh, yeah. he's like, playback, you yeah. mean? You can't rewind digital. Like, so I still say like DVD, sure. if I'm referring to I, I a YouTube too. video, sure. I'll say we're making a DVD, yeah. even though it's just a video. I'm the same way. Um, but we've got that coming out. We videoed the show that night. I'm looking forward to hopefully being able to release that around the same time that as would be good. when the CD comes out too. But Got a lot of shows this summer. We're starting to tour outside the Carolinas now. We've got shows in Florida, Tennessee, Virginia, Ohio, Illinois. I've uh, been in Kansas earlier this year and just um, yeah, trying to. Yeah. I wish diesel wasn't 560 well, a gallon yeah. right now. It's like, <laughs> man, we're finally getting to where we can get out and play. And now, uh, now yeah. it's like all our profits get beat up pretty quick. We've gone through, and with you, you've gone through the COVID. Uh, yeah. time and now the gasoline uh yeah. skyrocketing let's see 
So can we make any money at this? Yeah, I don't can know. Can we survive? Hey, man? if we can break even and pay our bills, that's yeah, all. Well, you know, that's good. That's a yeah. good thing. Yeah, you know, when people say, like, when are you going to make it? That's what I always tell them all the time. Man, we made it a long time yeah. ago. Just, like, I think, and even my mom, you know, like, defines making it. I think is naturally hearing, them, hearing uh, yourself on, like, the pop radio sure. yeah. or, oh, yeah. um, you know, being on the CMA Awards sure. or something like that. And I'm uh, honest, honest to goodness, man, making it to me was um, is just being able to break even and and just play, get play to play music, music man. And that's pretty cool to me. And anything above that is a, is a bonus. We had this talk probably this past weekend about uh, being proud of where you at, being the local, being the 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 local musician who represents yes sir um cleveland county in a big way you know and uh you said that you know you were you were happy with that you were tickled oh, to death to, to be that i am you know y yeah it's um it's kind of something we carry like a badge of honor almost um you know some of the time you hear the word local band and yeah um and i kind of well like uh, draw up a little bit when I hear that because I, I think some people use it to like um, put you in a box sure. like you're just you're just a little local sure. band yeah. and so it's demeaning hate, yeah, yeah it is and you know but um, at the same time I take pride in being a local band sure. to this area right and um, I, I'm so proud of where we're from but and you're, everything and you're doing all the history it, of this area man. you're doing it from here as opposed to taking this yeah. act to uh, we'll use Nashville for lack yeah. of better place at mm -hmm. this point but yeah I mean that well that naturally is where I feel like if you're kind of in the music game here on the east coast um, yeah. Nashville Atlanta Muscle Shoals sure. New York probably yeah. um, but Nashville being that we're kind of uh, roots and country sure. and, and Americana kind of stuff. Nashville is the logical place, but it just, there's so much pride. Um, my family's here. Yeah. Our, my, our roots are here. Uh, Lance's family's here. Chris's family. Uh, Tommy, you know, is in Lincoln and right. Jared and Glenn are right down the road in yeah. uh, Campobello and, uh, you know, which is right outside of Spartanburg. Sure. So we're, we're kids of the Carolinas and um, I don't know. It, it, it almost is a, at this point, almost been like a challenge to me just sure. wanting to make it uh, from being based out of here in spite of uh, I totally, all those people saying you should go to Nashville, you know? Well, I do totally understand that these days because p part of the whole deal with my podcast is I'm of the opinion that the musicians in, the, in, the, in our area, upstate South Carolina, Piedmont, North Carolina, Western North Carolina, as good as they are anywhere in the world. Yes, sir. I mean, they I are, believe absolutely. that. And, and so, you know, why leave here? Yeah, and, and technology these days has, there was certainly a, a point in time, I think, where if you did want to get out there in the music business, you probably did have to mingle with, yeah. um, you know, the business side of it in Nashville or, or those guys. But now with the Internet, it's it's got it you know it's changed it's hurt things like uh, physical album sales you know because sure. now everybody can go on the internet and listen to it for free sure. but at the same time rather than um just sitting here and knocking all the all the bad things it has done for the music industry at the same time 
we probably wouldn't be sitting here talking right now if it probably. weren't for the internet because a lot of our uh, the ways we've got out, you know, and people are saying like, well, how's somebody in Kansas know about Dirty Grass Solar? Sure. How does somebody, you know, they know because they, they saw us on the internet yeah. and found us on the internet and the internet is the radio. It and, is the radio. You know. Yeah, I agree totally. And, and, you know, that's one of the things that it does allow people to make music that probably would have had to make bigger sacrifices at a, at a different time. I mean, you... At a different age, you probably would have had to taken yourself out of Cleveland County to do that. Yes, sir. So, so it's a good thing. It is. Yeah, it, it's a good thing. Um, the it blows my mind some of the times. You know, the 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 reach that the internet can have, and you don't even realize it. True. Uh, the like I said, the only the only knock is when you when you get the bill from CD Babies who. Uh, yeah. my distribution right. with and because yeah. we we do it all of our all ourselves right and um see that bill come in and those streaming numbers you know when oh, you yeah. see, get that check from them you're like darn this internet thing oh, but I know. I other mean, other than that you know i i can't focus on that because there have been many positives as true. well from it yeah, well and, and that 17 cent i'm speaking from my own he probably gets like 40 cent but yeah. uh, that 17 cent royalty check that you get from the streaming services allows you though to continue to go out and make music and, and sell CDs and sell t-shirts and play music for people. Yeah it does I mean I, I look at the streaming services um, it's look it's here to stay it is. so I think when a lot of people harp on um, I, I do think that artists should be more fairly compensated uh, for their uh, for their work on there, because I think when you know you see a company like Spotify making billions of sure. dollars, and then they're literally paying the artists, mm. their their product is they are playing records sure. that they're making money off of, and yeah. then they're paying the artists nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And the artists spent thousands of dollars I making. Agree. Um, but but rather than harping on that, you know, it is a great way to get your music out there, it and is. people listen to it for free, and then hopefully if they hear it, they will then. Uh, enjoy it enough to want to come to the live show sure. and and check out what it's about. Buy your T-shirt, buy admission to your show, and then that's where you can uh, make money. You know, yeah, it is, is. is off mean, the merchandise. Sure, and, I mean and that's then that's the ticket the these show. days. Yes, really, it is. And you know, as I can tell, you did a really good job. Thank I mean, you. this is this is really nice. Uh, Thank and, you. And that is really there again. We're talking merchandising in and appeal and that is a very appealing yes sir. thank you i want to give a shout out to to uh, zach little with zl designs he uh, did our cover artwork um there for the album and i think he did a great he job a on great it i kind of told him some of the ideas that i had and um you know we got our song glory train yeah. and i've always i've always loved trains regardless and I, and I take it that's what that is yes sir that's the glory train and then little details like you know see he's got orange blossoms around that, that too, I, you yeah. know for orange, just little details like that i love and um kind of the it's got a little bit of a rustic vintage look it to does. it as well and i was i thought he did a great job on the design so kudos to him yep and and one of the beautiful things is you know with the cds and all these days that you want to know who plays in the band? It's here. Yeah. You know, you don't, you can't get that on on the internet. You can't. Uh, yeah, this tells you who's there, and uh, it's a beautiful thing. Thank you. Yeah, we're we're proud of it. We're hopefully going to be doing a vinyl as well. Um, mm -hmm. We're in the process of getting all that lined up. It's, um, you know, like I said, on this on the CD we got 25 songs, right. two discs. 
vinyl you're limited to about roughly 20 minutes per side you know on a vinyl so we're gonna um really to make it worthwhile we're gonna have to do a double vinyl and uh, so the cost is sort of high on that so we're trying to brainstorm different marketing ideas of how we're gonna do that but that's something um right on the docket for us probably next up and i'm i've always wanted to do vinyl and we're proud of this yeah i mean it really is uh Oh, yeah, if you do vinyls, give me a chance. I'll write you some wonderful liner notes. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. That'd be awesome. But um, this has been a real good interview. I'm, I'm really tickled to have you here. Um, there again, you were my first guest. And uh, I, I intentionally made you the first guest because um, – you're doing great stuff for music in Cleveland County. Thank you. That that means the world to me, Sandy. You're doing you're doing great things for music well, in Cleveland County. It's fun. Cleveland County has stuff that needs to be people need to know about. It does, man. But your show has been awesome. I know I've I've caught uh, several of the episodes anytime. I love listening to podcasts too. But you've had folks on there that are not from Cleveland County I as have. well. I know one of my favorites. You had Miles Miller. On yeah, there, Miles, uh, yeah. who is probably my uh, my favorite band here as of probably the last five six years i i just was really there was a while when sturgill simpson high top sure. mountain album came oh, out oh yeah that i just went down this rabbit hole and then meta modern came out yeah. which i think he hired all like nashville big hired guns on um high top mountain right then meta modern was in my opinion probably my it's, favorite album that's come out in my lifetime yeah it's a fabulous album people that say there's not good country music anymore they just haven't found it there's lots of great country music nowadays and miles you know those the drummer for sturgeon sure and i uh he's I just, a fine singer too before i forget is, yeah i think he's coming out with some yeah, solo I mean, stuff he, yeah now he's too. a fine guitar player and singer too he is and uh i saw he was on here yeah, and, you he know was, other yeah. That one was just one that, that popped to mind. Do you know he and Sturgill Simpson went to the same high school? Did not see the Kentucky boys, right? <laughs> yeah, 15 years apart. But uh, he's also playing with Chris Stapleton right now. Yeah, I saw that, too. That's too yeah, cool. they, they, yeah, Chris, his drummer, I guess, was out, so he was filling in for him. Yeah, yeah. Miles is a nice guy. He was really nice. He his drumming style, man, I love it. And it's Jared and I, too. when we were, we'd been working on some new material, and uh, one thing that I love about the live album as well is that live you really um, can't, in, in a studio you can sit there and like, oh, it needs this, it needs this. Right. And you can actually overdub yourself mm-hmm. to where it just draws the life out of the song because you just wind you up. Can. It sounds really cool to add all this stuff in the song, yeah. but at the end of the day, do you really need that in the song? And you have to go replicate it. Yeah, man. And uh, so we were sitting there talking <laughs> about the bass and drums and uh, Miles Miles's name came up because I just love that style of He's like got that. just has a groove, almost a Levonish type yeah, groove, yeah, and, yeah, and like is. working the hi hat a lot and mm-hmm. a kick. Uh, it, it, but it's just so groovy the stuff he does, and and it's real simple. It is, and uh, sometimes the the best stuff is the simplest. Stuff. It is, and man, uh, yeah. I hope I hope everybody will enjoy listening to our stuff though. Well, again, thank you for taking the time to come do this. I know you're a busy person. Yeah, yeah. We well, oh, and I. By the way, I, great set out at State Line Festival this past week, thank you. weekend before last, I guess. Yeah, and thank you for coming out there and covering. Uh, I know I uh, saw you had an yeah. episode of, of the podcast True. from there at State Line, and yeah. that's that's a passion of mine too. Not many people know about is promoting 
festivals and that one um you know another one here in cleveland county we i'd started out doing clear mountain view up right. at elliott's yeah. and then kind of once um that one had kind of ran its course we i was still wanting to put on a festival and the yeah. the, the momentum was there um and so the buffs approached me sure. about having it at shady side and it's really cool because it's just the opportunity to get to hire a lot of bands that it you was, love and, about and, and love I, and get them to come play the show. Sure, it was great. Plus, um, I saw some some people in the interview, some people that um, that people miss that you know early mm -hmm. on on the festival people aren't up, yeah. you know. But uh, you had good headliners both nights, and actually, all the acts were very talented. Thank you. Yes, I thought every single act on the festival from um you know no, the very first act five o'clock friday i think we had 16 or 17 over the course of the weekend yeah. and um it was a it's a it's a lot a big undertaking but man i was so proud of all the bands i, yeah, I, I thought they did i really, thought everybody really did awesome yeah i agree wow. it, you know i mean like i said and the majority of the bands there were from upstate south carolina or here uh, yeah. the corbett brothers i think um are the only ones that they're from Florida and Dashers right. from uh, Savannah, Georgia. Uh, Job Mother Mary's from down in the central part of the state. Mm. Uh, but pretty much, unless I'm missing somebody, every other act was from either upstate South Carolina or like Western North Carolina. Yep. So um, it was good. It was a good festival. Yeah. Next year we're uh, we're already looking forward to next year, uh, and and this was like. This was our third one, but it was like our first one because, you know. It, you lost the time in between. Yeah, we lost couldn't our, connect them, really. Yeah, we had two years we had to take off due to COVID. Sure. So. Well, that was great, too. So you are doing a lot of stuff beside just playing music. And, you're, uh, you know, you're doing good work for Cleveland County. Musically. Thank you. So. Thank you. I'm, I'm, like I said, I just, I love the area we're from. Um, very proud of it. Any, any anything i could do to uh, uplift our home you know some of the times it eats me up too uh when i see on american idol or some of these <laughs> shows and not knocking those shows because i mean I, I like um to each is his own but they i've seen several people that are like from small towns and they give this sob sure. story about like oh there was nothing to do you yeah. know um man go out and make there be something True. to do there's uh True, there is. You know, it's we've got. Uh, you know, we're blessed. It is a small town, but Shelby is a very supportive town. Cleveland County is a very supportive county. Very for, musical. Um, the arts. Yes, you know, yes, it is. Sorry. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of good musicians, a lot of good music here. Mm -hmm. th th this is a fabulous venue that we're in. Mm -hmm. It um, is. You know, so we're we're pretty fortunate. Yes, sir. We are. Yeah, I mean, to get to do this and back to the album. Um, this was our first show. I've always I've always looked at the Don Gibson Theater kind of as the, um, you know, premier venue in uh, in Shelby, and uh, sure. just it, it's such a beautiful room. And then it the history is. with Don Gibson uh, as a singer songwriter. Um, I never wanted to play here and have us a show unless we could really pack it out, sell yeah, it out, sure. and blow it out, and um, that night was just I can't even I can't even describe it to you it was uh, it was wild we I was worried if it would sell out I didn't know because um, there was a while you know when we were starting out some people uh, kind of stubbed their nose a little bit and would refer to us as like a bar band or 
because we'll play bike weeks. We'll play. Sure. We'll play suck, bang, wherever. Blow. Yeah, you know, you're kings. We'll, you're, yeah. You guys, are kings, suck bang blow. Yeah, man, we're down there actually <laughs> Wednesday and Thursday, and um, I'm and I don't even own a Harley. You know, <laughs> that's the funniest part. But um, you know, a sit down venue like this, it really meant a lot to me to then trans how our show transferred into a, an environment like this, and it uh, worked out beautifully. We. It was just a night I'll never forget. Well, you know, it was uh, also you were people were just starting back. Uh, crowds were just coming back out. So I know that had to be mm -hmm. a worry. I mean, we yeah. were just coming out of the pandemic. And people were still like, I don't know. Can I go? Mm -hmm. Can I not go? Mm -hmm. You know, and and obviously they came. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was surreal. And we're, we've been very blessed um, in that aspect. We've had good crowds great crowds um you know most places we play especially especially around the carolinas but even even when we go off um the the support we've seen is just you know yeah i, I don't it's hard to describe sandy but it's just something i'm grateful for and i say thank you a lot and it's really? because I, I genuinely mean it and um you know, you you can't be, especially in times like right now, True. where diesel's five sixty nine, gas is yeah. over four dollars a gallon. Um, times are tough, they and are. and for people to spend their money that to they come, come, come here, you guys yeah. or buy our CD or sure. whatever. That, that's a humbling, a very humbling experience, and yeah. something I don't take for granted. That's good. I mean, that's excellent. Uh, I can tell that you're pretty passionate about your fans. Mm -hmm. Besides your music, your fans, I think, are very important to you. Yeah, it's it, very much so. It's uh, it's kind of awkward, and it's kind of, like, a little bit weird for me to still hear the word fans. Yeah. Like, because, it, you know, I try and, like, um, a lot of them are so much more than that. Uh, true, but that's, true. I was talking with somebody earlier, um, um, Jennifer, um, who she had messaged me, and we had somebody, uh, Joe and Renee Long, they lost their grandson tragically, like, a week ago. Um, and it, you know, it, it really, really hit home for us personally. Right. And the folks that come to our shows, they, they become so much more True. than fans. More, A lot yeah, of them, like family you know, almost, yeah, and that's, that's the thing I'm most grateful for through music, Sandy, yeah, is I, that, you know, there's <laughs> so many people like us sitting here right sure. now, uh, just things that I've would have never got to do relationships we've made that sure. I would have never got to do if not for music. And so... You take the whole financial aspect out of it. Um, just the, the personal relationships and all that mean more to me than any oh, yeah. any oh, amount of beautiful record of sales or you know anything could ever matter. We'll take, talk about magic moments. We both shared this. Okay, we have both done a Don Gibson song in the Don Gibson Theater. Yes, sir. You talk about moments you can do and play a lot of things. But that's one of the cooler things that I personally have ever done out of everything I've done. You know, yes. it just it's just too cool to do a Don Gibson song in the Don Gibson Theater. It is. It is. It's, it's so awesome. Miss Bobby was here that night, too, and she, um, like, lo said she loved it. I hope she really did and wasn't just saying that being nice. But, um, yeah, we did Don't Tell Me Your Troubles yeah. is the one we did. And we definitely changed up the arrangement on it a little bit. And um, it – it was just so cool. I wanted yeah. to honor him in that way. Sure. And, um, we've obviously with Don and, and then Earl Scruggs, those sure. are your two. If we have a Mount Rushmore of yeah. Cleveland County music, those I guys agree. are definitely they are. Um, 
they're definitely yeah, on they're it definitely for certain. On it. And uh, we've got the banjo playing, so I wanted to give a little ode to, sure. to Don Gibson uh, by doing that song on the album. That's good. That's, I mean, that's really, really good. It's um, I can't wait to go through it and listen to it. So yes, sir. Let me know what you think. I'll do it. Well. I appreciate you coming out and doing this. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Um, I would love to have had all all the guys on here, but I think Lance and Chris have been on the episode. They before. have, and I'm working on getting uh, Glenn and Jerry. Yes, I am. I don't, we, yeah, we'll have to get them up here. Uh, we, will, we will. We um, uh, so. will. You'll have to come down. Plum Hollow Festival, actually, is where we're doing our album release at. You got, sure. Have you ever been down? You've been down to Plum Hollow before, haven't you? I played with Barney. That's a, I knew I knew there was some kind of connection there. <laughs> yeah, I've been there before. So yeah, if you played with Barney, then there's probably all kinds of stories you could tell. Or not? Yeah, or not? Yeah, or I don't know how deep we want to go into them on the podcast, but uh, maybe maybe uh, once we uh, yeah. turn the podcast yeah, off, yeah. we can tell those stories. Yeah, yeah. But again, I appreciate you coming out and doing this, and uh, we'll be we'll, let's do this again sometime. Yes, sir. I would love to. Anytime uh, can be on here. All right. Thank you. Well, don't tell me troubles. I got troubles of my own. You don't tell me trouble. No, just leave me alone. Leave me alone. Go on. Yeah.